Welcome to Focus Schools podcast, a Leading for Impact. My name is Brett Bishop, and I'm excited to be joined today by my good friend and colleague, Kathy Crum. How are you today, Kath? I'm great, Brett. I get to talk about one of my favorite topics today. <laughs> yeah, it is exciting, isn't it? Yeah. So Kathy and I are really excited today. We're both uh, longtime supporters of schools through the Focus Schools work, and I'm honored to do so, and both former um, educators for lots of different jobs on our way through. And today, we're really excited because we're continuing our look at our Focus Leadership Framework, and specifically, today's topic is around Focus Framework 5, committing to a targeted learning focus that's understood and embraced by all. And um, Kathy, why don't you talk a little bit about what that means to us? Actually, I think that this is really what's at the heart of our work, and it really brings all the other things together. So a targeted learning focus, um, you know, it's one of those things that is kind of scary because we think, whoa, how can we pick one thing, you know, when we've got all these things that are going on? But really, it's almost like the doing is the believing. I, um, when I remember when my school picked one, I too was like, what? One thing when all these other things are going on. But truly, once we pick the right thing, then um, um, everything else really did fall into place. So um, what a targeted learning focus is, it is the one thing that all students need to know and be able to do. If all the students can do this one thing better, then everything else will fall into place. And also it's a system that helps every student do that one thing. So it's not just saying, oh, this is our targeted learning focus, but it's creating a system and a structure around that so that they can learn it. And it's also something that we hold our ourselves mutually accountable for. So when we choose as a staff to do this, we say that, yes, we are going to help the students with this. And the students also hold themselves accountable for the work that they do. And, you know, sometimes when you're thinking about what something is and you're trying to figure it out, it's also helpful to think about what it's not and what is what a focus is. It is not. It is not simply a focus on instruction. And I think this, here's what I mean by that. Oftentimes in schools, we say we do a targeted learning learning focus, but then we talk about the instruction that the teachers are doing, and we don't talk about what the students are learning. So it's not just that, it's both. Of course, instruction has to happen, but the, the learning is what we're focusing on. And also a targeted learning focus is something that is um, not, it cannot be, it must be supported by data. It cannot be something that is not supported by data. And it's not something that changes every year. Over the years, our data will indicate usually that there's some weak areas and that we need to address. So um, so that's kind of an idea. And I think that um, when we think about a targeted learning focus to be really impactful, we need to think that it's important for all students and it helps them to show measurable growth. And when I say all, I mean all, every student, no matter where they start from, that's what we mean. And it includes both getting ready to learn and learning. So for example, that's kind of can be kind of a confusing sentence to me, but I think about it this way. If my focus, targeted learning focus is reading comprehension, not only does reading comprehension help me to get ready to learn, but if I can comprehend, I can also learn. So that distinction um, really, really helps us as we move forward. In a school, if you have a learning targeted learning focus, it really helps us to guide our decision make, making and optimize our resources. And we've talked about these in previous podcasts, but you know, if you get, especially if you're in a, a high, um, 
you know, just a high poverty school or a school that gets lots of resources, you oftentimes don't know what to do with all of them. And a targeted learning focus really helps us to figure out that better. And also it's a thing that brings clarity in communication and it keeps the main thing the main thing. And you know, when you have a really great targeted learning focus and everybody knows about it, it really creates a sense of belonging in the school and helps us to be clear from the first day kindergarten garden student into into the student that's getting ready to leave. They go, oh, at this school, the targeted learning focus is this and they can talk about it. So that was a lot, but it's but it really is something that can really, really make your school move ahead in a very focused and targeted way. I, I love what you, you said there. It helps to think about all the, the what's of what is this thing. And I wondered if you could just talk a little bit about the why. Why, why would a school think about this? Yeah. And I sort of you know, talked around the edge of some of that stuff in the in the what, but really the clarity, I think, is is a good why. Just to be clear about knowing what our school is working on, it really does create a sense of direction, a sense of belonging, a sense of alignment, a sense of making sense of all the stuff that's coming at us. Um, I was just in an ILT meeting today and there was one more source of data that the teachers were looking at. And literally one of the teachers looked up and she said, you know what? All this data is telling us the same thing. And I said, and that will lead you to your targeted learning focus. And so sometimes in that case, she, I said, what would your focus be? And she said what, what she thought it would be. And I said, so if you think about that as your targeted learning focus, when you get more and more data, how does that make you feel about that? data. And she goes, that makes me feel a little bit more excited to look at it because then I'm going, oh, what's this data going to tell me about our new focus? And so then I don't feel so overwhelmed by it. I feel like it's a tool that can really help me with that one clear thing. I mean, I think that in schools where I've been, where the targeted learning focus is very clear and every single person in the school can talk about it and can be held accountable for it and can help each other out with it. I mean, it really just does create community. So the why is um, belonging, it's community, it's alignment and it's clarity. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I really like what you said there. And, and the, the clarity part for me was really helpful as a principal because I was sure that I, that the people that I worked with and myself included were trying hard. I was sure of that. I was staying late. I was coming early. I was really given everything I had. And then the other thing, the only other thing I was sure of is that we weren't making progress. And so it was frightening to me. It was like, man, I thought trying hard was going to be enough and it wasn't. And so, you know, the, the idea of narrowing what we're doing and getting down to a, a target learning focus was so helpful in that regard. So I, I guess I, the other the other thing that occurs to me is that sometimes there's a challenge in schools when we start to select uh, or identify our targeted learning focus because there's a whole myriad of things in front of us. And I wonder if you could just help us think about that a little bit. Like, how do we, amongst all the things that might be anywhere from, you know, instructional academic things to social emotional learning to, you know, all other parts parts of the school day. How do you make distinctions there? Yeah. So um, first of all, selecting a targeted learning focus is a process that is inclusive of all the stakeholders. And um, we, um, in our with Focus Schools, we do provide schools and districts with protocols and tools to do that and really um, help them with the step-by-step of it. So the first thing is that it is inclusive and you get pretty clear as you're going through. Um, we do some activities where people um, basically think about, okay, what are the, what is the learning? What is the main learning that takes place? 
place and what are the conditions that make that together. So what they find when they do that is that, so I use my reading comprehension example. So if that's my targeted learning focus, then the conditions that must be in place for me to um, be able to do that are do I have enough resources for the students to do a, to do a lot of reading? Do I have the professional development in place for the teachers to be able to do that? Do I have classroom libraries? Is um, reading celebrated? Um, you know, those are the conditions that um, do, do I have? Do the students get choice? Do the students think reading is fun and all those things? Do I do they reading logs at home and everything? So those are conditions. Um, so when um, when someone says, well, you know, they won't read at home or whatever. Okay, well then, what's the condition that we need to create in order for that to happen. So that's, that's I think, two distinctions that we kind of run into is because sometimes I think some schools need to say, well, our targeted learning focus needs to be attendance. If they'll just come to school, then you know, but that's really not a learning focus. That's a condition. So we're looking for a focus that will help the students to be able to be better learners across across everything. Critical thinking is another one that comes up um, a lot of times. What are the critical thinking tools? Problem solving. So, but it's all about your data. It's all about looking at all the data and figuring out from all those things that we're, we're thinking, if we could just pull out one thing, what would it be? And then if we pick that thing, you know, what are the conditions that may need to be around that in order for that thing to happen? And what can we hold each other accountable for? How can we help each other with that? Yeah, I think that's really helpful. And I think to me, one of the things we run into a lot when you're, I love the way you described this conditions, because there's a, there's a, a, a very real sense, especially, you know, in these years where we've lost a couple of uh, years of instruction with kids and have learning loss due to the pandemic, that Things like if a secondary school says, well, listen, I, I'm, I'm supposed to be teaching 10th graders and I've got middle school kids in front of me. You know, they, they, they don't know how to sustain sitting in a classroom and they're, or their behavior is such that they haven't been in school. And that's that is undeniably true. That is not something that is not true. But we would just make the distinction that that's a condition. And I love how you said that. So what condition? How can we get that to be that condition to be in place? That's a really good question to ask ourselves. And the other one I always wonder is, and how are we going to assess it? And, and I think that that's a really good thing to consider for schools. Do you have any advice for school leaders who are considering this, this idea of getting to a target learning focus? Yes, I think that um, all schools, uh, first off, you have all the data that you need to pick one. You have a school improvement plan that you typically, um, what I see in the, all the different school improvement plans that I've looked at across the world is the school improvement plans are more like the how and the targeted learning focus should be the what. And also I think targeted learning focus helps us with we have Smarty Goals, Smarty Goals, Smarty Goal 1, Smarty Goal 2, Smarty Goal 3. And I don't know about you, but I find a lot of people don't really understand them even after they write them. So if we could say our targeted learning focus is reading comprehension and then make some goals around that and, and level, it just helps bring people to understanding. So my advice would be you have everything you need to create a targeted learning focus. You have all the information that you need right now. You must come to your staff together with your leadership team. You guys must look at all these things together and come up with that as a group, right? And then make some commitments to doing that. And then you have to stick with it. And it's probably not something that's going to go away, um, you know, for a few years. And if you do it well, you're going to be measuring your progress 
toward those goals every four to six weeks. You're going to be celebrating. You're going to be seeing progress. And I think I said at the beginning that this is at the heart of our work. I think back to when I was a principal and the schools I work with now, when they can really, really get clear on this, it really drives everything else. So my advice is get a targeted learning focus now. <laughs> Let us help you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I love the the notion that you had talked about at the beginning when you first started talking is that it, it is a leap of faith if you are leading a school that um, like the ones we we were um, principals of that are faced with lots of external people telling you that you're not making the mark. And I know for my school, that wasn't just in one content area. That was in all the content areas that were tested. So for someone to say to me as a leader, well, you need to narrow, you know, you need to get to a target learning focus. I was like, well, wait a minute. I, I, have, I have 19 things that we're supposed to get better at. So the notion that getting a, a really good target learning focus is going to help all things, that is a leap of faith. And I think it's one that I have seen happen again and again. That's how we get better. And I think it's a, a really interesting thought. But I so appreciate um, this conversation with you, Kath. I know we could talk about this forever because it's at the center of the work that we do. And also appreciate anybody who's taken time to listen to this podcast as we make our way through all our focus frameworks and talk about them. We hope that you have enjoyed that and found it helpful. We also would encourage you to make your way to our website. That's www.focusschools.com where you can connect with our social media and um, find places where you can see the work from other schools. We One of the gifts that we have is being lots of places and we would invite you to um, get enter into two-way communication where you can share what you're doing and share with others. And uh, hopefully um, one of the things we always want you to remember is that you, the work you are doing is heroic in the lives of children. So we thank you for doing that and choosing to spend all your energies in helping kids. And thank you, Kathy. Great to talk to you again. Thanks, Brett. 